Welcome to The First 15, and thanks for taking 15 minutes to transform your real estate career. And now your host, master coach, and founder of Real Estate Grad School, Rich Levin. All right. So there's a quote. Kelly and I were talking yesterday. We were actually talking about that same uh, routine, the daily routine, 10 items that help that cause you to add significant income, tens of thousands, $100,000 to your income. And um, Kelly came up with this set of expressions. I wrote them down. I thought they were great. She said the routine, any routine, but she's specifically talking about the, the real estate grad school daily routine is a process. And a process teaches discipline. If you want to teach your children to brush their teeth every day, you teach them a process. You give the toothbrushes here and you take it here and the toothpaste is here and you put it on this way and you brush in this way. It's a process. Process teaches discipline. Okay, so if you have this process in your real estate business, you become more disciplined. And through the discipline, you learn focus. So through the discipline of this child brushing their teeth, they learn to focus on that task. So through this discipline in your real estate, you learn to focus on the tasks on your daily routine. Focus motivates the agent to finish the work. So if the child starts brushing their teeth, they're probably going to finish. Now, maybe they'll be, I get that, but when you focus on routine that's meaningful to you, you're more likely to finish. Focus on finishing these small tasks, motivate you then to finish them the right way the first time, and those tasks add up to a lot of income and business for you. And all this occurs from simply reviewing your daily routine list each day. So if you're a coaching client and you don't aren't reviewing that daily routine list each day, um, you could be costing yourself a lot of business. So Kelly, thank you so much. That was brilliant. I plan to use that again and again. All right. Our topic for this first for first 15s right now is listing presentation. And um, and uh um, we're talking about marketing plan. So specifically today, we're going to talk about building your marketing plan. So whether it's on your laptop or in a presentation hard copy book, or even if it's just on a list, you want to have a comprehensive list of all the things that you do to sell a house. Okay, call it your marketing plan, obviously. So I'm going to share with you some best ideas for the list. Now, this is your daily routine list. It's a different list. This is that daily routine I was talking about reviewing each day for you as agents to grow your businesses significantly. I'm going to move on from that. Oh, today. Oh, today. It's today. Um, this morning, Tuesday morning at 10 a.m., we are interviewing Kyle Killebrew, coaching client with me since 2007, over 10 years. Um, Kyle is now on his way to finally break through to do more, take more than 180 listings a year. He's I don't know how many listings ahead of pace by by now and in February and on pace to sell over uh, 300 transactions a year. And um, so he is going to be we're actually going to do a 30 minute interview with him monthly. And today is the first one today at 10 a.m. If you're a coaching client, you will have access to that. It will be recorded and posted on our um, on our what do you call that proprietary uh, website. All right. Back to listing presentation. Keys to perfecting your listing presentation. We're on page three where we're talking about listing presentation structure. I mentioned that I was planning to, to start doing step three today, but I want to go back to step two because yesterday we talked about presenting your marketing plan. We didn't really talk that much about building your marketing plan. And I want to say I want to do that today. So I want to talk specifically about the content of your listing marketing plan. 
Now, you can put a lot of things on this list. I'm going to give you some general categories. Um, so the marketing plan has three parts. I would say that you'd want to start with a part about you, about your background, your history, your previous jobs, your skill sets, your training, your designations, all the stuff about you. And then about your team. Now, you all have a team. You have an office team. You have a broker who supports you. You have office staff that supports you. You know, you may have vendors that support you. Um, then you have your vendor team. In other words, the, the lenders and the appraisers and the attorneys and the title companies. And then you also may have, if you're a successful enough agent, have an agent team where you have a buyer's agent and administrative staff and so on. So you all have some form of a team. So you might have feature the people on your team. There's a very, very strong agent who had lost a few listings in a row and came to me and said, Rich, I, man, I never lose a listing and I've lost two in a row now, uh, which is really funny. You know, agents lose two in a row. They, they don't normally panic. But when you're doing 100, 150 listings a year, this wasn't Kyle, by the way, who did this. Um, so we looked at his listing presentation and he had a fabulous team. He had a great administrative team. He had strong buyer's agents. He had strong pending coordinator. And yet he wasn't featuring them in his listing presentation. So we talked about uh, a page or page uh, uh, screenshots or he did use a uh, he did use actually a book at the time or uh, he'd use his screen. Show a picture. Talk about the person. You'll probably be interacting with this person at this stage of your transaction. They are probably the best at their job in the city, maybe bigger than that. So you're you're promoting your team. You know, I work for a broker and it provides these benefits to you. And that's why your house may sell faster. You know, I work with this attorney or this title company. Now you can choose whoever you want, but this is my internal team here that if I have, we have a problem, I just check things off with them and you're welcome, et cetera. And then you have your normal marketing plan that we're talking about, which is preparing the house for marketing and then marketing the house. So the first during marketing it when it's for sale, marketing it for when it's being shown. So um, then there's marketing, then there's part of your marketing plan. That's step. Then there's the parts of your marketing plan where you're promoting the property. This is specifically marketing, promoting the property. So I like to emphasize what you do in the first 24 hours. This is really cool. This was taught to me by Liz Foster, I believe. I could be wrong. It was an agent in Syracuse, New, New York, and she showed me a list. Um, I, I should have put it up on the screen. I didn't. Of, of all these things that she does when she gets a listing, and she showed it to me, and she said, Rich, what do you think this is? So I looked at it. I said, it looks like your marketing plan. And she laughed. She said, that's what the sellers always say. Because when I show it to them, they say, wow, that's a lot. That looks like what you do to sell my house. She said, no, that's just what we do in the first 24 hours. And if you think about what you do in the first 24 hours, the websites it goes on and the places it gets posted and it gets handed in and the ordering the sign and all the things you do, it's very impressive. So I like you to have a first 24 hour checklist and a first 24 hour list that you show the seller that really shows them how quickly you're really launching their house onto the market. And of course, I may have this on a slide later. After you show them that, I like for you to say to them this. This is important. You might want to write down this little piece of script. I'd like you to say to them, if this sometimes, often, actually, hopefully, this will cause your house to sell fairly quickly within the first few days or the first week. Now, I just want you to notice what I've just done. What you will have just done is you will have 
explain to the seller that if it sells quickly, it is because you've done such a good job marketing it in the first 24 hours. Instead of saying to you, oh my gosh, you priced my house too low, that's why it sold quickly, you are now showing them that it's your work that is gonna cause that rapid sale. So you know, if it does sell that quickly, will that present a problem for you? Now sometimes they say, well gosh, will we have to move that quickly? And you laugh and you say, no, of course not. We you will, will negotiate the closing date for you. So maybe I should move this for those of you on um, uh, Facebook Live. And then, then you have a second part of the marketing plan, which is the three weeks, uh, the first three weeks. Now, why do I say the first three weeks? Because during the first three weeks, you are doing everything. You're probably going to repeat most of that. In the first three weeks, you're probably doing everything that you can do. And so if you're doing everything you can do, what do you do in the next three weeks? And what you do is you lower the price and repeat that. And so that's part of the conversation you have with the seller as well. Um, I'll change the slide here. Then you talk about the part of your marketing when you're generating an offer, encouraging the buyer, the, the agents to bring offers from their buyers, encouraging the buyers to make offers, generate, negotiating the terms, setting up and conducting and get inspections and repairs approved, work through the appraisal, what happens if there's a low appraisal. So this is really your walkthrough title closing. These are really all the steps in your marketing plan that's very thorough. Now I do this, I'm doing this on a few slides here. I wouldn't recommend that you do this for your sellers. It's a little boring, particularly in today's world. You might have this on a list, which would be just as boring, but see, that's a, that's a huge difference. We talked about this on a live call yesterday. If you have it on a screen, the seller's attention is on the screen instead of on you. If you're looking at the screen, your attention is on the screen instead of the seller. I don't really like Unless you're a poor presenter and you need the screen or you do such a great job presenting the screen and still staying in touch with your seller, I don't like using a screen to present your marketing plan. So I, do, I don't mind a list though. So what's the difference, Rich? Well, it's because on a list, you're constantly, first of all, the person's not looking at the list necessarily. You could give them a copy of it. I wouldn't for this very reason. You're making eye contact. You might point to the list, their eyes and your eyes go to the list. You go back to them. You really still continue your connection with the seller. Very important. So now I, I skipped over on that last slide. Um, all the three weeks beyond, that's all the other things you do. And you know, you, you need to be constantly adding to this list. And then there's presenting your marketing plan. And I always like to say, when you present your marketing plan, do it, do it strongly. So if you just say, you know, we put your house on the internet on a hundred different sites, that's what you do, but your marketing plan should then say what it does for them. That exposes your house to the maximum number of people and may very well increase the number of showings we get and that therefore the more people the sooner the more momentum the more enthusiasm of your house particularly early in the listing the more likely we're going to get buyers here who are willing to make offers and pay the highest price does that make sense to you and of course you want your house all over the internet don't you get their agreement so i, I wrote it i wrote this one out something like this just to give you a script to see did you know that virtually all buyers start their home search on the internet? And that's not surprising to you, of course. So you're engaging them in the thought. By, by asking the question, having them now pause to agree, they're in a, they're in a sales presentation, they're gonna, they're gonna think before they agree, and what did you ask? You know, did you know, you probably realize, of course, that virtually all buyers start their search on the internet. Now they heard you. 
because you ask them a question which forced them to answer. They don't want to answer wrong to a listening presentation. Maybe they'd agree with something they don't want to, so they want to hear it clearly. So now they're listening. So we put your home on over 100 different websites, including all the most viewed ones, all the, the, the ones that the public, Zillow and Trulia and Realtor.com, our company websites. That can create pretty quick activity and some showings in the first few days of the first week, hopefully many of them. If this does attract a buyer for your home quickly and it sells in the first week or so, would that create a problem for you? So there's that script right there. So I'm not suggesting that you spend hours going through every single part of your marketing plan um, doing this other little rhythm I just explained to you, which is um, what you do, what it does for them in getting their agreement. I'm saying you pick a few select items that you know will impress the sellers, that you know impress sellers, that you know you do particularly well, and use this rhythm of what you do, what it does for them, and get their agreement on it a few times to engage them and make sure they've You've got their attention. When you allow people's minds to wander, it makes them think less of you. They think you let buyers' minds wander, okay? But when you ask questions which engage them and then follow through and ask smart things afterward, it implicitly, I've been using that word a lot lately, it implicitly shows this, the, the seller who you're, who you're presenting this listing presentation to, shows them that you're in control. You have skills. You're able to bring people to decisions. So your ingredient for your recipe of success today is, um, number one, review your daily routine so that you can add as much income as you want to to your income next year, certainly as much as you want to in a year. And then put together something at, that looks like a marketing plan, as comprehensive as possible with everything you take all my ideas, brainstorm with other agents, and put together the most comprehensive listing marketing plan you can to work from. And once again, in just about um, an hour, we're going to have a webinar with Kyle Killebrew, top agent, on um, any questions you ask. I've got a few questions from you for Kyle and look forward to that, forward to seeing you there. Hug the ones you love, make a great day, make a sale. And many of you I'll speak to you in the morning, others sooner. Be well. Thank you for listening to the First 15 Podcast with Rick Levin, who's been helping develop top agents for over 20 years. If you love this episode and want to see the visuals that go along with it, go to regradschool.com for a free First 15 or sign up for coaching at regradschool.com and watch the First 15 every Monday through Friday.